Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Wow. We're recording. No. Never done this before. No. All right, so I'm just I'm just gonna get right into the topics that I want to pick Kyle's brain about. Do you consider yourself an introvert, or what? Like, where where do you land on like the introvert to extrovert scale? I always forget which one it is. I'm an introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert. I don't remember which one's which. I'm a lot. I have a lot going on. Okay. Like I like people, but I don't like people. It's it's a it's a whole thing. Okay, so I feel like you'll be able to answer this question regardless. But what could be like the number one compliment from an introvert? I was thinking about it today, and you're the first person I've had the chance to talk to about it. So, do you want to hear what I came up with, and then you can come up with an answer? Yes. Uh, mine was, I love you more. Then I hate other people or hate everybody else, I think is what I said. And I was, I was like, honestly, just dying laughing from it because it's like such a simple but dumb, dumb thing to say, I guess. The yeah. other one I thought of was like, uh, I love you more than I enjoy my alone time. But I feel like that could be a lie because I feel like there's introverts out there that even if they're in a relationship or whatever, still enjoy their alone time more than anything else. Like yeah. they enjoy the time they spend with their partner, but alone time still holds like their highest highest value. I'm I'm with you. I I'm not sure. I just thought it was funny. I because uh, I I feel I just like, don't want to get too dark. That's I. That's fair. Um, I I feel like as an introvert, it is hard to pay a compliment that makes sense to me. That makes sense, like. I feel like my compliments are very just like run of the mill, like cookie cutter stuff. You know, like I just say what else oh, like I've generic. seen. Uh, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, you're just like boring ass. Mine are like very specific. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I feel like I just do like very generic and I feel like I try hard to like write out a compliment, but it when I read it back to me, it just sounds like something that somebody else would have wrote and I just copied and pasted. So, yeah, Most of the time, what... people are so self-centered that they won't notice anyway, just just so you know. But it bothers they'll just, me. They'll just take the compliment. And it run. bothers me. I know they'll probably take the compliment, but I don't feel like I have served my duty then. I mean, like, I didn't like every single woman's purse that I ran into that I sold things you know, when I was selling things. But I definitely told every single lady but I love her verse, so. Man, they probably thought you definitely weren't straight, because I would never think to even compliment somebody's purse. <laughs> yeah, you can do purse and then nails. 
Did they teach you that in like selling stuff school? Oh, complimenting for sure. Absolutely. People don't get enough compliments. So it really gets a person on your side as a salesperson instantly. They do that in the Always Sunny episode about selling stuff. What? Oh, I was trying to think back to the to the Always Sunny episode where they're selling vacuums and shoes, and I was wondering if they like uh-huh. overly complimented them. I don't remember. Neither do I. I just watched it too. I never cut right, anyway. Never cut somebody's shoe in half either. All right, then I got a funny story. So, uh, all right, Eric has a funny story. I think I think you'll appreciate it. So, for disc golf with the hot weather, I've been enjoying bringing like hard seltzers, like White Claws and whatnot, instead of beer. And I was never a person who liked seltzer water, like soda water or any of that. Like I didn't even like like White Claws for the longest time. Yeah. And now they're like, yeah, they're pretty good or whatever. So I thought maybe I like soda water. So I got a small bottle of soda water, put it in the fridge, let it get cold, sitting at the couch, and I took a sip of it and literally fucking spit it all over the living room. <laughs> I don't even know why it tastes so fucking bad. It just is just like, like full spit take. Literally, as soon as it like hit my tongue, it was just like it just tastes like water that's gone bad. I don't know how that happened, but it just it's so fucking bad. I don't understand how anybody drinks it. Typically, I don't like carbonated water. I've done it before with like uh, I tried to be fancy and buy like try like Voss water, and I accidentally bought yeah. like the carbonated Voss water, right? And it exploded all over because I thought it was just a water bottle, but it was carbonated, and it's like it's it's so fucking disgusting. But I just I don't understand how something that's should be simple can have like such a unnatural nasty fucking flavor okay so i got one more one more fun fun anecdote my favorite thing to do when i find like a new internet show podcast or whatever um like right now it was good mythical morning or today it was good mythical morning i went back and i watched season one you know, just to see what it was like for when they started out. And this isn't like yeah. they're even their first time in in front of cameras. You know, they've done stuff before Good Mythical Morning together. And how awkward they are makes me feel much better about our first, like, five or six episodes. For sure. And I, I feel like I, I it's that way with with everything. Like, I don't know. I haven't listened to enough podcasts, but... Anything. The first, it's anything, any, any creative expression. The first little bit is always, you're just figuring it out, testing the waters. You know, you have to dip your toes in before you jump in. Stop dipping your toes in and jump the fuck and just in. Just jump the fuck in. Tina, eat your fucking food. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's always, it's always nice to see people who are very successful with their like internet shows or whatever, or podcasts. To go back and and see that it where it started, at least for for me. I got one for you if you want. It's called Brain Blaze. That's the name of the show. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, or whatever podcast, whatever it is. The show. Uh, it's both on YouTube, uh, uh, but that's that's been my favorite thing lately. It used to be called Business Blaze, but then they I think you've talked about it before. I have. Okay. 
But you never told me the name, I don't think. No. I never told you to go, like, go listen to this. But I figured, since you're saying things, I might as well say something, too. He has, like, seven or eight channels, though, so. His name's Simon Whistler. He's ex- he's successful, then. Yeah, for sure. Big time. He doesn't need our blog. <laughs> yeah, he probably doesn't even know we exist. 100% doesn't know we exist. Damn it. You're supposed to make me feel better. Oh. No. <laughs> you said the show has to start now? Yeah, I mean, that that was my three topics I had. I don't know, maybe they weren't as funny as I thought they were going to be, but... I thought they were funny. As I was thinking about them, they were, they were hilarious to me. Welcome to episode 72, I'm Kyle. I'm Eric, with dogs barking in the background, so say hello to our special guests, Eddie and Tater. Wherever they are, just barking. This is a show that we do that is weekly and... Mostly about disc golf. If yeah, you... mostly about disc golf. A little bit about us. Yep. Mix it together, you got Oh No Disc Golf. That's us. The cringiest boys in town. That's That should be our names, the cringe boys. The cringe boys. I like it. It kind of goes kind of goes with candy boys, but it fits more our Cr- style. Cringy? Cringy. The cringy boys. Use code ONO for free shipping on any item over at our Teespring store. Use code ONO10 for 10% off over at our Discbaron friends, discbaron.com. Use code ONO20 for 20% off over at frictiongloves.com. That's frictiongloves.com. They have disc golf gloves. Follow us on the internet at ONO Disc Golf. So, if you tuned into, I don't even know what episode it would have been, 70, where I was, it was Eric Sad Boy Hours, I think it was 70, you know how poorly I shot in Freeland, and somehow, because of that, because I dropped out, I went up nine points in my rating, so apparently, I'm just better when I don't play. So, lesson learned, Just quit. quit. <laughs> yeah. No, um, what I think happened, and my buddy Tony Riopel, uh was the show it told to me. me, yeah, be a quitter. He explained it as I had rounds last May that got taken off of my rating, um, so they don't like play effect into it. So now I just have higher rated rounds that hour that is going towards my rating. And then because the one round I did shoot in Freeland was so low, that's not even a part of it. It's just as like erased. Not erased from my record. You can go see that I thrown it. It just doesn't fit into my averaging for ratings. So, yeah, I feel pretty shitty about it. If you're playing bad, just quit. Just quit or throw a plus 10. Yeah. Or play worse. Uh, then it's just gonna, but if you only play badly within your rating, then it's gonna bring your rating down. Yep. Um, I do. No, I feel really bad about it because there was a lot of my friends that played really well over the weekend, and the rating they got weren't just around like you know just a little bit worse or a little bit better than my my jump, and they worked a lot harder for it than I did. So. Again, it's just a number. It's not that big of a deal. I'm 
still going to play whatever division I feel comfortable playing regardless of my rating. But it's an important but, number. Like, let's be real. It, it does matter. And that's, I'm, it's... It sends it sends the wrong message in my my opinion. rating doesn't change my skill as a disc golfer is is what I mostly mean by that. Agreed. It's just a measure of how mm-hmm. you're doing. Um, it's just a measure of how I've played comp- competitive rounds. You know, about once every month for a little while, and my ability as a disc golfer I feel is better than what my rating says. So because of that, I don't really care for my rating that much but i mean i'm not I that i'm that this able this to shoot worse than like that backs that up too like you shouldn't care what your rating is because a person who quit is getting more yeah yeah of a boost then it's just nope. yeah that that's what also yeah is is it makes me feel like it's almost more of a bullshit number than it has been before Right. I th- it is important like you know if you're pushing in those like the 930s to 950s range it is important if you're like trying to get into tournaments because uh one of the first cutoffs is 950s so anybody above 950 can sign up earlier than everyone else so that's that's where the rating really becomes important because I'm not there yet it uh it doesn't mean much much to me it's just uh, in your brain. I just think about it all the time. It haunts me. No, I'm just kidding. I am going to just take a break from competitive rounds. I don't know if it'll be for the whole summer, but just have a lot more to take care of. And you got to get your time. groove back. I don't have time to like focus on my game. I like to play competitive rounds when I have time to get like a couple of practice rounds in, even if it's a course I've played before. I still like, you know, like the two or three weeks following up to like a tournament at Wix. I want to get out there like once a week or so to play. So I don't have time to do that. And I would rather be able to compete when I feel 100% like mentally in it. So I don't know. We'll see how long the the break takes for. I'm not putting in like an end date on it. I'm still obviously going to be doing leagues, but it doesn't really feel competitive for me there. I'm more trying to build a community around the Cat City course than trying to win. Sorry to my partners, but hopefully they're in it to have fun too. And Eric's been dealing with his mental health. I've been dealing with my physical health. Yep. Yes, he has. That's that's what we call a transition there, friends. That is, that's a freaking million dollar transition. I fell off of a scooter. That I had just recently bought. How fast does it go? How fast did you fall? The maximum speed that the scooter can go is 15 and a half miles an hour. They really got broken down to that half, huh? Yeah. I probably crashed anywhere between like 12 and 15. So you're you're scooting. Uh, get it? Yes. Imagine, yeah, like jumping off a golf cart. Right. At full and speed. Not, and not like, you know, gracefully tucking and rolling, I'm assuming. Correct. I attempted to kind of like catch myself a little bit with my right wrist and hand and then roll onto my left side, but it just turned into more of like I smack my right wrist really hard and then I 
just slammed on my left hand side pretty hard. So man, you think all those years of skateboarding would get you prepared to do the tuck and roll? Such a different fall. I guess yeah, you gotta stick in your way. It was just uh, I don't know the the weight of it is really weird. It's because the battery is in the handlebar part of it, mm-hmm. so it's really front heavy. So I didn't I didn't know how to ride it. Now, did you jump right back on the scooter, or are you a little bit weary? No, I jumped right back on it. Okay. But I do have definitely bruised ribs. And they feel great. I can. They feel I can so tell you. good. It's always so nice to have bruised ribs because everything hurts. Breathing hurts sometimes. And breathing hurts pretty much all the time. It's just one of those pains, and doctors can't do shit for it. But yeah, so that I was, was wearing that? a helmet. So. Two weeks ago. It was like a week ago. Yeah, still wasn't feeling better, so I got x-rays yesterday. Monday, right? Yeah, and he was like, hey, good thing you were wearing a helmet. I've had two people die this year already because they weren't wearing helmets from these things. It's like, holy shit. I've seen uh, this couple on a, well, I assume there are a couple. There's two people on a uh, motorcycle. The guy driving, no helmet t-shirt and jean shorts and then the girl riding helmet in a very small tank top and very short jean shorts and i was just like i mean i guess at least she's wearing a helmet but oh my god all the burnt skin if that bike gets dumped oh god just like it makes me cringe thinking about all that skin just being tossed across the pavement let's not talk yeah that sounds terrible yeah i just i don't I, i've never That's been the whole a reason i don't like ride a road bike yeah i've never been a person who's like interested in, in motorcycles and i don't really understand the like the people who really really want one and i you know, i don't have to understand what other people want but uh i'm getting into like an electric bike type thing and that can go up to like 20 to 25 ish. Mm-hmm. But my whole thing with that is that I want to ride it on like biking paths that there aren't cars, you know? Right. So getting away from the traffic versus being a bike next to traffic. I, I guess I've just like crashed a dirt bike hard enough to where like I was like, oh yeah, I don't want to do that on pavement. Yeah. I mean, like I've never even really rode dirt bikes or anything like that, but. I feel like if it was something I have ever would ever get into, I'd be like that guy who's wearing like a whole suit in like ninety degree weather, just sweating so bad just to not not tear my skin across pavement. Worth in, it, okay? You know, in case the inev- inevitable or the horrible worst right. case scenario happens. No road rash for you. Yeah. Well, back to disc golf. <laughs> now that's a transition. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted to explain why things have been late. No, because remember we changed last week that it's just the weekly podcast. We're not we're not sticking ourselves to to any day. Oh yeah, or well, to one but day still, now. I know. I know but I'm, st- I'm just being funny or trying to be attempting. It was. It was okay. It wasn't great, but not your best work, Eric. <laughs> but yeah, we can go talk, we can talk about disc golf if you want. All right. Well, we had the Beaver State Fling, which if you watched, listened to 
last episode. You knew I was excited for it. It's the first time in two years. If you watched any of the coverage, you know that because I think they said it. No, three years. Three years. I think they said it like ever at the beginning of every video about how it's been three years since they've been at Milo McIver. That's funny. Awesome. Awesome course. I was telling Kyle, I don't know if it's just something with Portland and their giant trees, but it's so pretty and it's so green. I don't know how uh, other people feel, but I really enjoy watching rain rounds. Even if they don't shoot the best, I think it is fun to watch them play through rain. Depends on how rainy, but yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I mean, as, I mean, if it's lightning, it gets called. But round one, I think, was probably like the perfect perfect amount of rain to where it was there and everyone had to play with it, but it wasn't like overly bearing to where, you know, it was everyone was shooting like plus ones. Get into the results. We had FPO. We had Owen Scoggins at six under. We had Katrina Allen at seven under in second, and then. For the second week in the row, we had Valerie Manduahano at 11 under. So she's got the hot hand right now. That's awesome. Yeah, pretty pumped for her. My big question is, will Dynamic be able to afford Val after she's got two years with them? So she has the rest of this year and then all of next year before her contract's up. and. She has been on the, and has had an insane year so far. Assuming it's only getting better from here, she's going to have some really big money deals looking looking to get her. So, do you think she'll she'll be able to stick with Dynamic, or do you think she'll move? Raining money at Dynamic. You think so? Yep. Yeah, I can see it, especially if like I'm you know I'm a Kona Panis fan, but if she doesn't turn her year around. They can take her money and just basically give it to Val. Because Coca Cola right. Panis was like the big money right deal. In the and, huh? Right in the Panis. <laughs> I suppose. Um, but there was a lot of good back and forth through most of the FPO, FPO side on Beaver State Fling. We got to see. Some people that I don't feel like we get to watch all the time. Um, Rebecca Cox was up there. They did do, I think, a couple episodes again. I said something about them not doing live coverage on the final day because I could have sworn I got an email that said they didn't. But they did do live coverage. So you can go watch final live day coverage if if that's what you enjoy more than the, the shortened rounds. Um, for MPO, we had Corey Ellis at... Negative 21 coming in third. We had Joel Freeman with an ace on the final day to get negative 22. And we had Garrett Gerthy taking home the wind at 24 under. Super pump for Garrett. Go Garrett. Go go Joel. Yeah. I mean, uh, Garrett, if you watch the Portland Open, was just one stroke off of beating Seinman at the Portland Open. So for him to come back and take down a win at Beaver State Fling was probably huge for him. I believe he said that this was his favorite course to like play competitively at. So that makes it even better. Yeah. I also have this little tidbit, uh, Cole Redallin. He's young, like 17, I think. He's a Oregon or Portland like 
local and for the past two tournaments have jumped up 20-ish spots on the last day, which uh, put them, left them at fourth for this one. And then I can't remember exactly what it was for Portland Open, but um, it was right close to the top after having not two stellar stellar first rounds. And so my question is, Cole going to be the next Chris Dickerson just coming back and destroying it on the final day? I think yes, because he's insane. I think yes, because he's already doing it. Yes, yeah, that's true. But it could just be because he's local, you know. It could be a local thing. Knows the courses yeah, just enough. Like, and dominates at his courses. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see as the tour continues um, if he's still making waves. One of the – I've told – I don't know how many people about this, but the Cole Riddallen highlights from the final day at Portland Open are some of the absolute best shots you'll see. They were they were so good, and they were. I mean, they were all kind of that same like big high, like turnover to like small fade at the end. Oh, they were so nice, buttery. Yeah, buttery, and then it's those big trees, man. Something about them. Butter and trees, butter and trees. We have the jarva open coming up this weekend we also have the disc golf pro tour match play championship in bailey colorado this coming weekend so really close to kyle which is exciting very much a three two one top five oh yeah boy oh boy is that what you said yeah for our top five this week, we picked our top five little Debbies from our childhood because we at least try to eat a little bit better now. Way better. We try to. Well, besides the gummy worms. And Oreos. And the Oreos. <laughs> I'll kick it off with number five. We have oatmeal cream pies. They weren't our favorite. But if they were in the breakfast line, we were grabbing them just because, I mean, it's hard to hate it too much, but they definitely weren't like, you know, S-tier, This one definitely S-tier fell snacks. under the category of like, you're happy that it's there, but it's not like one you choose. I wouldn't buy this from the corner store, but. But if it's the only option, I'm not going to complain. Yep, exactly. I did find too. Like, the smaller ones that came from the boxes, I think those were better than, like, the really big ones that they sold in the store anyway. Two things. One, they're fresher. And two, they have a different ratio of the yeah, more, cream. I think it's more more icing. less. Yeah, cream. more cream. Mm-hmm. You gotta have some more cream in your pie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I agree. <laughs> you don't... You don't want a pie that's not creamy, do you, Eric? No, no. I mean, I do like apple pie, but that's a that's on a totally different level. Creamy pies only. Creamy pies only. If you don't got no creamy pie, get out. <laughs> get out. Oh no, it's called the Cream Pie Podcast. Mmm. 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 <laughs> you want me to say the number two since you don't like them that much? Yeah. Number four is honey buns because those were probably one of my favorites put them in the microwave for like 
five, ten seconds. Just let them warm up a little bit. Oh, God, so good. I never liked them. There's also this thing where people would eat honey buns with a slice of American cheese. Never did it, but apparently that was that was a thing that that people aren't they like six hundred, seven hundred calories? Dude, they're probably more than that. They're really quite bad for you. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anything on this list is good for you. I don't for think something that's why that was here. a dollar. It was surprisingly, but like, how did they put that many calories in here? Sugar. I, I remember thinking that as a as like a kid. Yep. Nope. I never thought about that. I ate it. I ate it faster than I could. I could. Read I didn't it. care because I ate all the other things. But like, uh, number three, the zebra cake. The only food in zebra form. So if you're into zebras, this is the food for you. There's 460 calories in a honey bun. See, it's a lot. That is a fucking shit ton. For uh, they used to be a dollar. Yeah, now they're like almost two. So probably dollar seventy-five. Yeah, probably two dollars. Two dollars. And then it's like buy two for three dollars or something. Ugh! Just shut up and take my money. Yeah, I'm pretty sure honey buns, original honey buns, used to be fifty cents. I, I, I thought it. I. Remember walking out with like my two favorite little Debbie snacks for a dollar and then a dollar for a tea. I do remember that, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, zebra cakes, yeah. I mean, unless you're living somewhere where people eat zebra instead of beef or whatever other, or if you're just a zebra hater, only the only way, basically, just a horse with stripes, eat food in, in zebra form, yeah. But have you heard the noise they make? I'm not going to try to do it, but... All right. At the end of... Listen to this whole episode, and then go Google it, everyone. Yep. Listen to the noise a zebra makes. We need that sweet, sweet listen time. You want to tell number two? We'll gush about number one for the next 15 minutes. Fucked up the order, didn't we? We don't need an order. Fuck order. Yeah. Chaos. Fudge round. The... Little Debbie of Chaos. <laughs> it's all chocolate. Did you want some chocolate with your chocolate? Because there's chocolate. And what's on top of it? Uh, Shoved chocolate. in between chocolate. I, if you like chocolate. Did they have like a two, like a little like fudge, like icing on top of it too, like swirled on yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I forgot about that. I was thinking yes. it's just like a chocolate version of an oatmeal cream pie, but then no. I remembered that they took it like one extra step and put yep. more, more like chocolate on top, on top of, it. of it. They, yeah, chocolate. If you wanted chocolate with your chocolate, chocolate! <laughs> now I have to know what little Debbie snack has the most calories. What do you think it is? I think it's probably a honey bun. With but it'd be like the iced honey buns then, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's a question on, on, on Google. Are Little Debbie snacks healthy? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, you can just answer that for you right now. No. <laughs> I don't think there's what a single one. What is the unhealthiest Little Debbie snack? The most unhealthy. This is just best and worst. It doesn't say anything about who had what Instant heart calories. attack. Well, I guess that's just going to have to be uh, saved for another day while I... Well, I well, cut I that. Figure that out. Cut, 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 cut. All right, number one, the best hands down little Debbie snack out there. 
because it doesn't as good as it is it does not feel as unhealthy as the rest of the things on the list like we still know it's unhealthy we we get that we're not saying they're good for you but but if you wanted to feel like you were you know on a diet yeah just eat one of them i'm eating a diet little debbie yeah just eat one (laughs) Uh, we picked the Nutter Butter. It has the perfect mix of crunchy and sweet and the wafer. I love the wafer. Oh, God, the wafer is so good. Oh, they do a really good job with that wafer. They're apparently called Nutty Buddies. I don't remember that. But, yeah, Nutty Buddies are the best. If you have an argument for something else, we will listen and then tell you you're wrong anyway. So... So let us know on the internet if you feel like it. If not, no worries. We don't blame you in any way. Or is there something out there that is better than than uh, <laughs> things? Good job, bud. We got there. Better than Little Debbie's. Are we? Were you a rich kid who could buy Hostess? Because I was never spending my money on Hostess. Because it was no. like three times as much. I was spending my money on the gummies that were way cheap. Yep, you definitely bought a lot of gummies. Give me that ground up animal bones. Mmm. Uh, not so much ground up, it's like boiled. Oh, ground they made zebra boiled. nutty buddies. Zebra buddies? They're called zebra nutty bars. It's a missed marketing opportunity. Zebra plus nutty bars. They should have called them zebra dicks. <laughs> Yeah, they probably should have. I mean, they already got cream pies. Who cares if they Zebra throw a dick on, cream pies. on the end of one? <sighs> oh, what it, a way. Right? What a way. Yeah, fuck it. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in to episode 72. Yeah, if you made we it all the way to this part. Many more episodes coming because we just won't stop. We're going to do this till we die. So buckle up and... We'll see you guys next week. We'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs>